Week 18 is upon us, and we have a lot of best ball questions. Who do we play in Week 18 if we're even going to play Week 18? I personally love playing the underdog fantasy mittens, the playoff drafts, but some of you play Week 18. I play a little Week 18. And if any of you are playing Week 18 from your redraft and yearly league perspectives, you got some dilemmas on your hands. But there are a bunch of individuals here that are playing for big-time incentives. I thought I'd cover this as a, a little bit of a, a Week 18 splash of content for all you Week 18 people. Change it for next year. Don't play Week 18. Hopkins can make a million dollars in Week 18. Uh, Singletary can make a, a, a nice uh, chunk of change. Eckler can make 100K if he gets 110 total all-purpose yards. So a lot of reasons to potentially play these guys, not only in Week 18 yearly league drafts where you might be playing through Week 18, but also in your best ball drafts. And then we'll talk more about 2024, of course, because the majority of what we're talking about going forward will be 2024. We're not messing around with a bunch of Mickey Mouse Week 18 stuff all the time, but we do need to touch on it a little bit. The Fantasy Football Show... Yeah, it begins right now, people. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So a little bit of breaking news relating to week 18. I, I told you I'd do some of this. I, I definitely will answer as much you know, Q&A as I can involving week 18. But I'll just tell you right now, you're playing week 18. You're pretty much almost maybe, you know, maybe you get lucky and win. But throwing your money away, at least your hard-earned, um, all your work you've put in, all the hard effort you put in is getting thrown out the window because you can't predict who's sitting in week 18. It's garbage. You're just throwing money down the drain. But your boy's here to try and navigate this the best we can. And here's a man right here that we don't want for 2024, depending on his ADP. We'll circle back if he's a fifth rounder or whatever. But assuming he goes high, I think he probably will, especially if he finishes on a terror here to get this bonus. But Eckler's somebody you might want to put your chips in, push your chips in for week number seven, week 18, because if the running back gets 110 all purpose yards, he gets a 100K bonus. Uh, so this will probably be something that, um, you know, is very, very capable for him since the Chiefs will likely be sitting their starters. That is something everybody needs to keep an eye on. OK, so Austin Eckler, 100 percent, somebody that could could earn his keep this week and make people think. And this is good for us. Make people think he's got a little something left in the tank. Maybe he's also playing for a potential contract. You know, hey, I'm looking still pretty good. See my last game I played? Um, yeah, what's week 18? I don't know, Kenny. I don't play it. You know, I played on underdog. Yeah, a little bit, sure. But I, I'm even more so wanting to throw my $5 entries and $10 entries and whatnot on playoff-related stuff, pick'ems, whatever. So I, I I urge you guys to get on over to Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. I'm going to drop that link right now in the live chat. I'm going to pin said link right now in the live chat. And I urge you to go on over to Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty and get yourself, uh, uh, get yourself in the mix for some underdog fantasy promo code Smitty drafts people, and 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 get get uh, get some playoff strategy going. There's nothing better than 
than having a, a fantasy team that's built off strategy of who's going to win here and go in advance and and be the final team standing in the in the Super Bowl where you're getting fantasy points because you predicted this team to go to the Super Bowl and you drafted these players. So Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. That link has been pinned in the live chat. Appreciate everybody filing on in. First in the building was Joe Lupo, Travis. Uh, Joe Vang, Ron Navy, Joel, Matt Slater, Thomas, Peanut Butter and Waivers. Appreciate you guys filing on in. Okay, so next up is Jordan Love. He gets a 500K bonus if the Green Bay Packers make the playoffs, considering everyone on the Packers, giving everybody on the Packers extra motivation this weekend, according. This is an SI uh, piece right here. Um, next up would be Dalton Schultz. I mean, you need a tight end. This is a good potential play. Texas tight end needs just four receptions for 250K. He catches four footballs. He pulls in four little itty-bitty passy-poos. He gets 250K. No tank, Dell. Uh, Colts allow an average of 4.5 uh, catches per game to tight ends. This is a good little game for potential Dalton Schultz. Fire him up. These are week 18. If anybody just came in and you need week, week 18, you might want to replay this entire video. I'm not going to repeat it all, but it'll be here on the replay for you. Uh, Dalton Schultz, a lot of incentive. Love, 500K incentive. Austin Eckler, 100K incentive. And uh, probably the most interesting one, to be honest, is this DeAndre Hopkins play. 49 yards. He needs 49 yards for $1 million bonus cash money. And he also needs seven catches to ca cash in another 250K. Seven receptions for 250, 49 yards for a, a milli, and uh, the Jaguars um, have allowed an average of 12.5 catches and 155 receiving yards per game to wideouts across the last eight contests. It's a, a, a expensive for 49 yards for the Titans. Um, the, the thing that's weird about this, though, is there are teams that notoriously don't want their players to hit incentives. Like, they get a call from upstairs. Ring, ring. Hello? This is the coach. Yeah, pull, pull him out. Pull him out. Are you sure? You don't want to pay that 250 k huh? Okay, we'll pull him out. Hey, Hoppy, get out. hop out of the game, pal. And, and the Niners are notorious for this. The Niners are notorious for not wanting their players to get incentives. Literally pull players out of a game. In, in, historically, we had uh, 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 Eric Davis, former 49er defensive great, come on uh, the show before and talk about that on Instagram and said that the, the Niners will pull pull players. So I believe that was Eric Davis that said that. I'm pretty sure Eric, I hope I didn't misquote. I'm pretty sure it was Eric Davis came on. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so Hopkins is a good play. Going to be trying to get that money, but again, coaching – the brass upstairs, the phone could ring. They could step on some of this. So it's not, nothing's a guarantee. But if the player's on the field playing, lots of extra incentive. Uh, Devin Singletary, who I like a lot anyway right now. 125K if he rushes. <laughs> if the rusher needs 165 yards. I don't know if that's uh, total yards. It looks like it's probably just, uh, yeah, 122 rushing yards per game to opponents. The Colts. I, yeah, I think it's 165 rushing yards. But hey, you know what? This guy's a little monster. And and wouldn't be shocked if he's, you know, vying for it and he has a good game trying to get there. You know what I'm saying? So even if they don't hit this, it doesn't mean you don't hit what you're trying to accomplish. So th these are these are definitely good plays. Geno Smith, um, 
this this one here, in case anybody's wavering between Geno and Tua and Geno and Carr, and the Seahawks passer gets $2 million in bonus money if the Seahawks make it to the playoffs. Not only do the Seahawks have to beat the Cardinals this weekend, but they also need the Packers to lose to get a postseason berth. So just know all those moving parts. It makes it really tough to play Week 8 to 18 players. Like Gibbs's playing time could be determined based on what happens, you know, on the field prior. Like there's a lot of stuff that goes down. You know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff that goes down. Okay, so uh, uh, last piece of Week 18 news. Odell Beckham Jr., Ravens wide receiver, needs five catches for a 250K bonus. He also needs two touchdowns for 500K <laughs> and 185 yards for another 750K. This is a big day for Odell if he can't get out there. Can we can we line no? Can we make one wide receiver sets for this entirety of the game with with Huntley in there? Is there any way we could just throw go routes to Odell constantly, have him catch like half of them? And try and get this. This is what Odell's camp is probably saying. Let, let me repeat this. 250K bonus if Odell gets five catches. He needs two touchdowns for 500K. And 185 yards for 750K bonus. Lamar Jackson will be sitting. So most of the Ravens starters considering. Uh, and so are most of the Ravens starters considering the number one seed. Baltimore is playing Pittsburgh who is battling for their playoff lives. Now this one's going to be hard to figure because like. Does does Odell actually get sat because he's a starter? You know what I'm saying. So like, he, you know he he's a he's a he's a considered starter. Like even if he's in a rotation of sorts, you know he's older, he takes a lot of plays off, etc. He's still somebody they consider to be like a. So what are they gonna? Hey man, don't go out there and hurt yourself for that. Let's go get a Super Bowl. You know, I don't know. I'm not sure how much they'll push him out onto the field, but. Definitely feel uh, like uh, like these guys have a little bit more incentive to help you, and so there you go, there you go. Um, that's 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 pretty much the week eighteen stuff. Let me read off a lot of the other news and notes that might help anybody for week eighteen. We're not going to stay a lot on week eighteen because we're going to move to twenty twenty four content. Again, none of none of you should be playing this. I, I I every year I go out on a limb to to beat a dead horse in this topic and. I, some people are new to the channel, so that's different. But, like, I have four or five, six people that were here last year saying, Smitty, we play Week 18. Why are you playing Week 18? you got to stop it. Uh, uh, Walker returned to Seahawks practice Thursday, getting in a limited session. And, again, Seahawks are playing, you know, for a playoff spot. Walker is a running back one for the final week of the regular season. This is an NBC report, NBC sports report. Uh, Dowdle. For the Dallas Cowboys, has returned to practice in full. Josh Jacobs remains on the sideline in Thursday's practice. There is some rumblings that he wants to play for his head coach and and, and give his head coach a victory. Um, but Jacobs sitting out at the end of the season, resting, you know, and then coming in. This is also a, a little bit of a twist that we've talked about that, like, could he come back in the final week and try, we talked about this, and try and just show people he's healthy. You know what I mean? It's a, it's going to a T, exactly to a T. Sit out the last three or four weeks for Jacobs. Rest his body. He's playing for a contract, but he wants to prove he's not injured. So he's going to come out and play and maybe play well in week 18 when nobody can use him. 
so Jacobs, keep an eye on that. There's definitely some possibility that he plays, but he's still limited in on the sideline. Cortland Sutton upgraded to full pr- uh, participant in practice. Keenan Allen remains sideline for Thursday's practice. What does he have to play for? You know, there's zero zero incentive for him to go out there. Um. Okay, uh, Joshua Palmer. Uh, limited. Devonta Smith, ankle. He's in a walking boot, crutches, all that. But, you know, they do that as precautionary. He was sidelined Thursday, but ideally Smith would play for the Eagles, uh, pursue the NFC East title in hopes of the Cowboys slip up. Realistically, Dallas isn't going to lose to the Commanders. Uh, yeah, so hang, hang tight on that one. Like, there's so many things pending other games. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's another reason when you, like, you're not going to be able to even react in time because you're going to have to memorize everything that has so many moving parts to it. And you're, you're probably just not going to be able to pull the trigger right on some of these calls. Dalvin Cook, uh, this news I need to put up on screen. Kind of big news, even though Dalvin Cook is not any sort of, um, you know, gem of a player right now. It's still very, very kind of, I think, a smart move. And we talked about this being a landing spot for him. You know, we said Dallas could be a potential landing spot for Dalvin Cook as he gets released walking into the the playoffs because of Tony Pollard. Baltimore, Dallas, one of these teams would be smart to defensively grab him so another team can't because Dallas needs, they need all the help they can maybe get at the running back position, to be honest. And Dalvin Cook being signed with the Ravens is pretty crafty. And even though he doesn't have the same, you know, gas in the tank, definitely an empty tank, in this offense, the way they run, the what, what we've seen Dallas Cook, Dallas Cook, Dalvin Cook do on little bursts here and there. There's there's enough gas to get through a game or two if they need to lean upon him. And with the injury to Keaton Mitchell, kind of having a light running back room, always a banged up running back room. Gus Bus huge injury risk in history. If Gus Bus goes down, they need something. And this would be the equivalent to Zeke Elliott. Could he do something? Yeah, he could. He could do something. It might be like three and a half yards per carry, but he could catch a pass and take it like Zeke Elliott with experience downfield, get a huge first down. So pretty interesting, smart move by Dalvin Cook, no doubt about it. Uh, or by Dalvin Cook and the Ravens. Um, so fan- fantastic, fantastic. And go good for Dalvin, I suppose. Um, to get into a position where he could just walk in and they're they're sizing they're, they're sizing his ring right now. He's trying to get, uh, you know. Congrats on Dalvin Cook for clinching the division. <laughs> this is a little too late. Do I? I'm sorry, but do I get a clinching the division bonus? I know I'm a little late, but Dalvin Cook, uh, congrats, my boy, <laughs> for walking straight into a a, a championship caliber team. Maybe looking for a Super Bowl ring there. Uh, Dalvin, nice work. Slippery little guy. J- uh, Jaden Reed, limited on Thursday. Um, again, Packers playing for something, so I, I imagine he'll play. He- he'll be a really good play, too. So Christian Watson, limited Thursday. Watson's been limited participant in practice each of the Packers, Packers two first uh, practices and could be in line to return against the Bears. Uh, Watson last played in week 13. We'll have to wait and see on that one. That's interesting. Uh, A.J. Dillon did not practice on Thursday. Jamison Williams ankle did not practice Thursday. Williams hasn't practiced this week and could be kept on the sideline for the season finale. 
while the Lions could still improve their seeding in the NFC playoffs with a Week 18 win over the Vikings, they will also need to consider the long-term health of some of the players heading into the postseason. We don't know the severity of Williams' ankle injury, but even though he could play, there's little reason for the Lions to force him into the lineup. And that's a little bit of what you're dealing with when you talk about Jameer Gibbs. So, um, Noah Brown won't play Week 18. Jalen Waddle did not practice Thursday. Waddle hasn't practiced this week and is trending toward missing Week 18. Najee Harris has been removed from the injury report. And can we give Najee his flowers? Like, as much as we've crapped on this guy this year, he looks really, really, really good right now. And I'm, I'm proud of him because he's showing flashes of what we saw as a rookie when we got crapped on ourselves when we said this is a top 12 overall player as a rookie if you guys remember he was that good he he dropped an amazing rookie season proved all of us correct everybody that laughed in our face when we took Najee at 10 11 12 13 14 overall his rookie year he 100% earned his keep and then he kind of fell off then he kind of pulled a an Eddie Lacy in a sense not in terms of going the, the route Eddie Lacy went, but like being such an amazing prospect to a lot of people and then kind of just like d- withering away really quickly from a value perspective. But now he's kind of getting back into it. Like he had some rumbling runs and that touchdown effort was fantastic. I mean, uh, Jalen Warren and Najee are an amazing one-two punch. And Warren looked absolutely phenomenal one one play. Then Najee comes in and looks phenomenal another play. So Flowers to Najee right now. I don't know how I feel about 2024. Let's not get excited. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. But I just wanted to give him his flowers. I thought it was deserving. Uh, Tyrod Taylor was limited Thursday's practice. Um, this is all the news you need to know. Josh Allen was a full participant with the neck and finger. Don't worry about that. They're fighting for their lives, so he's going to go out there and put on MVP season. I think if Josh Allen wins this game and the and the Bills who are facing off against the Miami Dolphins for the division win and an instant playoff berth, coming back from not even expected to make the playoffs, if Josh Allen wins this game, I think he and Lamar will be on in on equal footing for the NFL MVP. Whether anybody wants to agree with that or not, that's where it is. It doesn't mean necessarily that it's my vote, although I love Josh Allen. Just keep that under wraps that I'm, I'm rooting for him. But I'm saying in the eyes of the public, in the eyes of the NFL, in the, in the eyes of the, the people where it matters, Allen and Lamar will be neck and neck because that story is amazing. What Josh Allen's been able to do has been amazing. So, 40-plus total touchdowns. He's been unreal from a statistical standpoint. You could say the interceptions have been out of control. You know, that's his style. And Brett Favre did it too. Brett Favre didn't get penalized when he was out there throwing, you know, 87 INTs a season. That's the way Brett Favre operated. DJ Moore ankle was limited in Thursday's practice. Um... We'd expect him to play. He should play Week 18, but you don't know. Komet, limited. Uh, should be fine. The, the the indication is he should be fine. Khalil Herbert, limited. Week 17, Herbert status will be one to monitor. We don't know on that one. Odell Beckham Jr., didn't practice. 
But I can tell you right now, Odell. <laughs> I can tell you right now, Odell wants to play. I can tell you a bunch of reasons why Odell wants to play because Odell gets Odell gets two hundred fifty k if he gets five catches. Odell gets two touchdowns. He gets five hundred k if he gets one hundred eighty five yards. He gets seven hundred fifty k. So he he Odell's gonna go out there in, in you know with a uh, walker if he's got to. And, and go run a route or two and just kind of leap up and try and grab a, a ball. Zay Flowers, Cab did not practice Thursday. The Ravens are playing uh, Saturday. Flowers will have gone an entire week without logging a practice. He played through the same injury. Um, uh, let's see. They're not going to have a meaningless game throw him out there. So I'm just kind of reading his update to make sure he's looking good for the... Yeah, he's fine for the playoffs. But don't expect the Ravens to play any of their ballers. Which is why I want, you know, I really do wonder if they're going to try and get him just the first one. 250K, throw five straight passes to Odell, then get him out of the game. You know, that's what I feel. I don't think it's going to be any of the other stuff. They're not going to let Odell go out there and try and score two touchdowns all game long. That's going to take an entire game. They're not going to let Odell go out there and try and rack up 140 yards. It's going to take the entire game. They're literally, I think, going to send him out there two straight passes to Odell Get that up to five, rip him out of the game, give him his bonus, pat him on the helmet, slap him on the on the rear end, and send him to the to the bench and say, Go go ice yourself because those five catches are gonna take the take everything out of him. Christian Kirk, uh, core practice on Thursday. Trevor Lawrence practice on Thursday. Um this is a mess, guys. Tyreek Hill did not practice on Thursday. His house is also on uh, caught on fire. There's a whole thing going on on that. But um, let's see. Uh, and he should be good to go for Week 18's matchup against the Bills. He's wearing a boot. He's out there. There's footage of him with his house on fire. Prayers up to his family. Everybody's safe, I think. But, I mean, it's awful. And it apparently started with a, a lighter and a child playing with it, I think, or potentially. Um, but, but, I look... He was in a boot. Everyone was concerned about that. What's he doing in a boot? He's just, it's precautionary. Devonta Smith was in a boot, crutches, etc. It happens. Um, it's precautionary. Everything's pointing toward um, Tyreek Hill playing. Mostert knee ankle was not spotted at the media portion of Thursday's practice unless he logs a limited session on Friday. Mostert could be at risk of missing his second consecutive game, which means that Devon Achan will get a lot of work. He'll be in line for elite running back play. So I guess the the one thing we're going to talk about here real quickly, and I got some super chats coming in, Dan the Grim Reacher, Sick Nasty, appreciate you, is if you got Devon Achan, you're putting Devon Achan out there in Week 18, that's for sure. Because he's going to go out there and ball out. Your Rams won't play. Your Ravens won't play. Your Niners won't play. You, you know, you, you, depending on different things, you know, Devonta Smith, these guys, you like you can't count on any of these big dogs that are on these teams that don't have anything left to play for. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But that's about everything. So Devon Achan to the moon this week. Uh Mari Cooper did not practice Thursday. Cooper coupled with the Browns week eighteen matchup against the Bengals being all but meaningless. Wouldn't play, won't play, barely would play anyway if he does end up playing. Mari Cooper, no go. Zach Moss practice on Thursday. Moss is now practicing back-to-back weeks. Even if active, managers shouldn't jump to the conclusion to, to throw him out there, in my opinion, because I don't, you know. So that's that's all I got to say about that. That that is, in a nutshell, all of the news that I think is is relevant to uh, 
to all you guys that that are somehow somewhere playing week 18 or in underdog fantasy promo code smitty you know you might want to go out there and, and potentially get in a draft and and take advantage of the Hopkins Hopkins news take advantage of the Devin Singletary effort he's going to throw out there take advantage of Geno Smith trying to, to win a game um Love Jordan Love going out there to have a, a baller day. Jaden Reed trying to assist him in getting that cash money. Galt maybe buying golf carts for the boys once he wins, uh, you know, that extra cash. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty pretty tough to predict a lot of this stuff. And I'll, I'll even be honest, there's stuff that I'm not gonna know yet unless I look it up because there it's ever evolving into to, to some of the scenarios are going to be changing and flowing, and so. Okay, uh, two Super Chats came rolling in. Dan the Grim Reacher, appreciate you, Dan, dropping the, the $1 holler. My boy, Sick Nasty, coming in with a $2 holler. Are we doing the Mars Men Draft in Vegas this year? I'm hoping I'm going to get with my people at uh, Circa Sports at Stadium Swim and see if they're going to create a, we'll call it the Smitty Ball. And uh, may, maybe if they let us, they might not. There might be sticklers about it because... It could be, you know, deemed as dangerous or a, a concern to have canes everywhere. But I was thinking that in order to get in, you had to have a cane. <laughs> in order, everybody had to come in with a cane and kind of strut their stuff into the into the Smitty Bash. We'd do a draft. We'd have a bunch of fun, hang out, uh, get a little bunch of food, and but I, I'll find out what Circa is going to set up for that. How 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 much they can, what they can do for us, what kind of deal they can do. It, it, it'll be it'll be interesting if we can pull it off. If not, I'll probably be there live streaming anyway uh, again this year at Circa Stadium Swim in Las Vegas for the Scott Fish Bowl draft again, I imagine, because I streamed it live last year. It was a blast. That's where I met uh, Reebok Chris. That's where I met Denny. That's where I met uh, uh, Veda. Veda came down, uh, met a bunch of the, the show people. It was absolutely a blast to meet everybody. Denny got lost twice. Denny came. I, I went and, and got fed by Bill the Tickler at his restaurant. He he served me uh, $120 steak, I think it was. And then another one was $90 steak. He hooked me up big time. And I it was the, the $90 steak was better than the $120 steak. And it was the best steak I ever had in my life. And that, that restaurant closed, apparently. So now i got to find Bill the Tickler's new restaurant and see where, you know, and trying to convince Miss Smitty to go eat at a restaurant. Uh, a guy named Bill the Tickler's hooking us up with food. She's like, okay, wait a minute. Where am I going to eat this food? What's his name? Does he drive a van? Like, what's going on here? Uh, Bill, appreciate you. But, yeah, I mean, guys, it's going to be it's going to be quite interesting Quite, quite interesting to say the least. Uh, what happens in week 18? But what I can't wait, and we're gonna have a lot of playoff content. We'll have a lot of playoff content, content that will be not only about underdog fantasy promo code Smitty content, like hey, you know, do this draft, hey, do this draft. There'll be all kinds of drafts, but pickums, um, higher, higher lows on, on players that I think will do well and hit their numbers. So that's all I got to say about that. Phone lines are open. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Dialing, dialing, dialing. Your boy's here. By the way, make sure you watch that uh, video we that I did last night about Brees Hall's tweet. Did a you know an actual self compartmentalized video of its own. We taught we touched on it during the APM show, but then I 
I went live at the, in the evening to talk about Brees Hall, talking about he's going to be, what, maybe running back one, if you dare. Brees Hall to the freaking moon. Brees Hall to the freaking moon. Brees Hall to Saturn, uh, if you dare. The Saturn Men. One small step for man, one giant leap for Saturn. There they are. Look at them. 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 Those are your spacemen. Those are your cadets. Those are your Saturn cadets as of right now making base camp in Saturn. And I'm sure a couple of you are going to have some good guesses who's going to be next. We're going to get the, the elite of the elite out of the way. And once we have about four or five Saturn men firmly positioned on Saturn, colonizing, and once we have a couple moon men, moon men are going to be a step down. Um, once they're there colonizing Mars, I'm sorry, Mars, Mars men, then moon, the moon men will be a step down from the Mars men, so it goes in order, Saturn, Mars, moon. Maybe next year we add another uh, uh, potential galaxy or... You know, another planet. Um, we'll 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 take it. We'll take it as we come as it comes. And it doesn't mean we have to add a, a, a higher one. We might add a planet in between. We might even add the Mercury uh, Mercury men. Like we'll we'll find out. But uh, right now it's Saturn. Those are our two Saturn men. A Moon man or Mars man will drop here in the coming forty eight hours. I imagine another one will drop in the next forty eight hours to maybe sixty hours. And like I said, as we get some of the more solidified, we know they're coming players on the board, get them positioned, then you're going to start seeing some of the more surprises and the bigger, bolder predictions. I just want to set the expectation that if we do drop another very familiar face that drop loads all over the field in 2023, that you're not like, these are boring, Smitty. There's a reason that we're putting these guys on. One, they've earned it. Okay, and I know that's not necessarily how you want to put guys on a list. They earned it. You, it's got to be helpful. But they're both they're both helpful so far. The two Saturn men, the Saturn men. One small step for man, one giant leap for Saturn. Yeah. So, not only are these two guys useful in early picks, but they're the, the guys I trust the most at the top right now, not to mention the other guys that could be dropped here shortly. So that's kind of what that's about. You can win a league in round one. You can lose a league in round one. You can win a league in round three. You can lose a league in round three. You can win a league deep in your draft. You can lose a league on uh, by dropping one player. Like I'm not saying that you win all leagues in round one, but you certainly can lose leagues or put yourself at a deficit in round one. We learned that with Bijan. You know, if we're being honest with ourselves, we learned that with Bijan. So, if in my opinion, the Saturn men, these two Saturn men, specifically Brees Hall and Kyred, couldn't be more fitting than walking into this year where mistakes were made in the first round and we still overcame as a community. And in general, so much winning happened at the end of this season. Week 18, or we end, coming out of week 17, you guys absolutely smashed all the, the testimonials. You guys dropping super chat victories and everything. It was so fun to watch that show. I watched it back. I watched the whole show back. It was so fun to see you guys winning, smashing, excited to be in here. All the comments. It was like 99.99999% positive, like celebrating in the chat. Some of you lost in your finals, and it was, you know, but you still had a good season and you were excited and just you had the wrong combination of whatever. But. Good God, if we had 
not gotten the Bijan call wrong. Everyone would have won every one of their leagues. It felt like the vibe in the chat felt that way. So you know what? This year, we're our, our Saturn men, maybe three, four out of the eight of them, maybe five out of the eight of them, are going to be very high players that we're saying, look, these are the secure, smash it, don't even second guess it, take them, do it live, Brees Hall, smash, Kyron, smash, Gibbs, smash. Um, even Christian McCaffrey, if he if he exits the 2023-2024, this current NFL playoffs, healthy. Right now he's got the calf injury, let's let it play out. He will also be a smash. And, and uh, uh, for, this is the first positive comment, Frank, I've ever seen you post, to be honest with you. I don't mean to be uh, negative to your comment, but Frank, I, I think that's the Frank. Smitty, you're the man for telling me to draft Tank Dell. Thank you for being positive, bro. I think you're the one that always drops the negativity in the chat, Frank, aren't you? Or is that a different Frank? Frank, I appreciate that. Um, live on the phone is Ron Navy. Ron Navy, what can I do for you? Yeah, it took you long enough to answer your phone. You think you were trying to do a show or something? Yeah, <laughs> it happens. Hey, I, I went to the store and I heard, was listening on the radio, and even the team's commanders, I guess, are planning on sitting a lot of their vets. So, yeah, um, another team because the new owners don't want their their. Uh, prospects i guess to get hurt or whatever i don't blame the last game that meet yeah so just so everybody knows the commanders you look at them close if you're planning on starting any of them yeah hey frank if you're the wrong frank i i apologize i, I thought that was the right frank i'm not sure if it is i, I couldn't imagine the frank that that always comes in negative would have been saying positive things at all so it's probably a different frank frank appreciate you yeah there's only a couple franks in the world you know <laughs> well, there is. Uh, he has a. He has a. It's a last name is very similar. I think. So I thought that was him. But he's. Oh, that, this guy's always in my chat, like constantly, just sitting there like a hawk. Like anything negative happens at all, it's like what about the eight thousand things that are coming right? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, Washington Commanders. I mean, I. I don't know. I like. I, ha I have a, a super chat here from from uh, Amy saying, "Hey Smitty, any new update?" I'm not sure on what you're referring to. Update on what? Though? Well, remember you talked back about the starts because it was just keep an eye. Because well, did she have a question? Yeah, but that's what that's what that whole beginning of the show was for. So I would go back and because I can't redo all that, Amy, because it's literally the first um, thirty-four minutes of the show. But went through all the news that's on the newswire and went through all the incentive players. So I would rewatch all that to make sure you've got a handle on how I see. The week. I mean, you can ask a specific player question, but in general, we covered as best I could for 34 minutes the entire week 18. So that that was uh, uh, only passion. And maybe it is you, Frank. <laughs> maybe it is you, Frank. I think it might be Frank. This might be the Frank. Frank, you're always saying if it's you, you're always saying something negative. I don't know. Is it Frankie or is it Frankie Knuckles? It might be Frankie. Frank, uh, Fra this Frank, call in. I don't think it's this Frank then. Maybe it's Frankie Knuckles. He said only passion, no hate. Yeah, but that that made it sound like he was saying my my complaining is passion. <laughs> Frank Cullen. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So I mean, I can answer a specific question if you've got one, but like that whole thirty four minutes should be help anybody that needs week week eighteen stuff. You got ten dollars uh, super chat. 
Yeah, th- thanks, Ron. Um, drafting in Dynasty Superflex League with four keepers, would you rather keep Brees Young, uh, Bre- Bryce Young, Bryce Young for a fifth round? I'm, I got Brees on my mind. Uh, Bryce Young for a, f- a fifth round or Drake London for a seventh round? How do you feel about Bryce Young's future? I liked Bryce Young at the onset of the the year. Like I thought he was going to look a little. He does look a little better now than he did earlier. But I I just you know what I think it is is it's like if he went to a different location, I think you'd be looking a lot better. But I I do not I do not like his his situation. I don't like it at all. I don't think it's even remotely close to being productive. I just. I, and on top of that, he's got a lot of work to do. I, I would say, and this is a super flex, though. It, that makes it tough. If you can survive and get two good quarterbacks without keeping Bryce Young, I would probably go the route of London. But in super flex, it makes it tough. If like if this is going to be the only chance you're going to get to have two starting quarterbacks the way your league operates, you're going to have to probably keep Bryce Young. But I would rather have Drake London personally if I if I could get next year's Jordan Love. Um, remember how cheap he was. There'll be some quarterbacks we can dig around for and, and help you find. But calling only you can make this call uh, depending on the flow of your draft. Um, Amy was asking about Mason versus Mitchell. There literally is not any sort of good update on this other than I just can't see Mitchell getting a ton of work. And when I pressed Raj on it, um, his first answer was, I think Mitchell is going to, you know, 60-40 Mitchell Mason. And I said, but what about Mitchell being questionable? He's like, yeah, Mason will probably, like, he, you know, I'm not suggesting Raj is like wishy-washy about it, but it's it's not something that like, that you, there's even great information on it. Let me pull up Jordan Mason real quickly. Uh, Mason could see a big workload against the Rams. This is coming from NBC Sports as the primary running back of week 18. And that was my indication or inclination last night is that Mason would be, why would you not use the third running back? Why would you even come close to a guy that can't stay healthy? They feel like they finally got him, like maybe on the right track. Why are you going to throw Mitchell out there in this meaningless week? And I do think that Mason will be there, and then we'll see Mason replaced at some point. But I would, if I was putting everything on the line, and you got to stay on the news because it could change quickly. What if a Mitchell report came out? you got to go with Mason. I think at this juncture, you got to go with Mason. It just, he feels the like the more likely guy to see a boatload of work because they don't. I don't think they're as worried about him. But yeah, uh, as Re- Reebok Joe said, like I don't know where Ty Davis Price's uh, health is at right now because he's been banged up constantly for the last two years. But like you might see him in there like the entire second half. Like we have no clue, nobody, and no one's gonna tell us anything because no one cares deep enough in the in the media world to be like who's the gonna who's gonna be getting most of the work in the third fourth quarter. Like all we you know all we're gonna know is is the starter sitting, and that's as deep as anybody digs around. So there's not anything really floating out there. There's only a lot of guesswork, and even me going to the boots on the ground, forty nine er pages and people that are deep embedded in it all, they don't know. They don't know. So <laughs> more more of a reason why I'm sorry I keep saying it. I know it probably gets annoying to hear when you're playing week 18, but I'm tr- I'm really trying to beat a dead horse so that you don't sit back, forget to mention it, and then we're here again next year and you put all your money on the line to just flush it down the toilet. 
because there's you might get lucky and be the one that wins because of it, but imagine losing your league with all your big guns on your bench. Like, why would you want to play in a league like that? I that means it makes no sense. It's like, oh, play really hard, work really hard, get to the finals. Then let's say let's throw, let's throw some blindfolds on and throw a dart at a dartboard. Whoever gets closer to the center wins. You know that that's what it's like. Or flipping a coin. Like you come down to the championship game and now you're gonna start flipping coins and rolling dice to see who wins. It's like, what in the hell? Why even play? You know, like that's why I'm trying to be so passionate about it. Cause I don't wanna I don't want anybody I don't want anybody to to get screwed, you know, out of a championship. Um uh, uh Fra- Frankie Knuckles is on the on the line. Frankie, are you the Frankie in the chat or are you different, Frankie? Yeah, yeah, that's my that's my alias. Uh, my my real name's Fusco. Okay. Are you the one that's always negative, or are you a different person? Am I mixing you up with someone? You could be honest. No, no. I guess if you look at it like yeah. that, if that's how you see it, uh, damn. <laughs> yeah, well, bro, I, I, every time I, I see I, one I, of your I, comments. I'm just, it, it all started because I got three things I wanted to say to you. Uh, it all started with that Miles Sanders, remember, in the beginning of the year before it started? <laughs> and then we uh, we had a whole show on it. We, I was arguing Miles Sanders. You didn't like him. You, you were wrong. You were right on that. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> okay. And, thank you, Frank. Uh, I remember um, you. I remember Pacheco, you. Being... You were arguing that you would rather take Pacheco over Miles Sanders uh-huh. And I was arguing that, and you were right on that, Smitty. I, I ended up drafting Pacheco. I like New Frank. He came through for me. I like New Frank. And uh, You're turning a page, uh, bro. You're turning a page. I like this New Frank. Okay. Frankie's and, the barber. Uh, and Frankie, what else? Barber. And then, yeah, I was hating on 18 because I traded a good guy for him. And I was hating on him, man, because he was pissing me off with the IR shit, you know? So, and, uh, one, two, okay, so, so three for three. He came through for me the last week, though, Smitty. He did. He came through. I, I, won, I won that league with eight can. Well, I, I, I appreciate you calling in, Frank. Uh, I appreciate you uh, coming and in. One uh, more thing, one more thing. The Tank Dell, I, 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 I drafted him, dude, and... I remember you were on him when he caught that crazy touchdown. Remember in the preseason? You were yeah, like, I rem- oh, I remember, Frank. You were like big on him. <laughs> yeah, so I drafted him and, dude. So, me, 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 I got a little, game, I got a little I game plan. When we're drafting him next year. I, I, I sense a change in you. I sense a change in you, Frank. My suggestion this year, this is a little bold statement here. I don't know if you're going to get mad at me here, but maybe, maybe, you know, Pay a, pay a little more attention to the to the to the calls this year instead of <laughs> instead of trying to rip me to pieces in the comments on everything. Yeah, yeah. All right, Frank. Frank, I appreciate you, bro. Hey, Frank. What else? What, what else no do you? Problem, what else do you got? I, what I question got no do you problem have? Admitting when I'm wrong, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it, Frank. I like the new Frank. Hey, Frank. What else you got? What other question you got? What 2024 question you got? Uh, Tank Bell, um, where where's the the chat? See him uh, being drafted. Oh, it's so tough, man, because he's got a lot of you know things to prove. 
you have a lot of people that are going to say, well, maybe Nico is better. Like, that's not going to go away. And those people have an argument to make, I think. But I think Tank Dell, I, I, you know, I, I think, you know, he could get overdrafted. I, I hate to say he could also get drafted in the perfect place. Like, I think anybody that wants to take him in, in, in round one is is taking him at his max upside and you're not leaving yourself any room for any sort of like explosion so that's not my recommendation i'm not somebody that's gonna you know keep in here and say uh you know hey because we love him if everyone's gonna push him like let's say let's just say in a fairy tale world he got pushed to number eight overall that wouldn't be the place to take him you know we'd have to we'd have to be honest about that but i do i do think if he's like a third round pick I'm smashing the hell out of that and if he's a second round pick I'm not saying no or yes I think we really got to evaluate it I think the dust has to settle we got to see him back and you know there are a lot of good players in round two and we just got to be careful not to throw somebody where they they don't belong because we want to be the the one that drafts them the one that's right about them this is similar to my my Jameer Gibbs take all offseason long is like you need to take him in three. Everyone's like, screw it, Smitty. I'm taking him at two because I don't think he's going to fall to my pick. I got a late third rounder. And then people just go and grab Gibbs. And Gibbs did good, but you had you you had to package in that slow beginning. You know, same thing with Brees Hall. Like, it ended up finishing fourth overall for all running backs. But there was a, a part of the season where you needed to package in the risk of nowhere, you know, whatever, at least if you were trading for him, you know. But... Yeah, uh, Tank Dell is going to be a phenomenal player. I love the man. We loved him here on the channel. He was a moon man. We loved him for a reason. I, I just hope he, he everything heals quickly. We just got to wait, you know what I mean? We just got to wait and see. All right, because I drafted him late. I drafted him in the 10th round, and it's a keeper league. So I got to keep him two rounds up. So I keep him in the eighth round. So that'd be a solid keeper. Yeah, like that. You're talking about like that kind of value. Oh hell yeah! You know what I mean? Like eighth, ninth, tenth, seventh. Like th those are no brainer keeper moves, bro. Like congrats. Yeah, on that. Or, or I, you know, it's like which guy you're gonna choose? Like I got Zamir White. Hopefully he, you know, if they don't draft nobody or nothing, he might get that one's gonna know, be that one's gonna be that workload. That one's gonna be tough because like we want we as much as we want Zamir White to be fully leaned upon. They could definitely draft somebody. And the problem with this draft class is, unlike last year's, it's not going to be as highly touted. So this is that, that situation where the number two running back overall from the 2024 rookie running back class could fall to like the middle of the second round or something. Or, and a team that doesn't need a running back will take one in the second round. So like you... The landing spots become more cloudy and more likely for disappointment the further you get into the draft, you know. So it's yeah. tough to know what the Raiders do if they're looking at freaking a guy like, uh, you know, Trey Benson or something, you know, sitting there because he fell. Like, and all of a sudden you got a really good prospect that that you could easily liken to maybe like a Chase Brown type of level talent or a Zamir White. So who knows? But I, I will be rooting for White, but I don't know that I, I would keep Tank Dell in a millisecond over Zamir White because you have no idea how that's going to shape up. Tank Dell, you know he's the man. You know, Stroud wanted him. That's Stroud's main guy. He loves Nico too, obviously, but Stroud literally his best friend is is Tank Dell. 
Yeah, Tank started to take over uh, right before his injury. Yeah, they're both good. It's kind of like a, a Debo Ayuk situation for sure. That's the best way to describe it. Because Ayuk could be a wide receiver one one week like Nico can still be. You know, Nico's still really good. Yeah, it might even help to have Nico there. Could. Could. Very, very underrated wide receiver room. One might say like a... a uh, I don't know, a random Roger might say something like, uh, hey, you know, they should draft a big-name wide receiver. And I, I'm not saying I hate that for Stroud, but, like, I think this wide receiver room is going to be very disrespected when someone starts saying, like, who's the best wide receiver duo in the league? And, of course, they're not the, the top duo, but they should be, like, talked about way more than they're going to be, you know? Yeah, As, like, you know how, like, some teams you're like, oh, there's – you know, he's the number two. Like, there's not enough really, you know, not in this offense, Smitty. He, not the, not throwing 500 yards, you know, every other game the way C.J. Stroud's been playing. Yeah, it, it'll you be. Know, you can have two ones in this offense. <laughs> I love the, what the Houston Texans are doing. And, you know, we talked about this in the offseason, how, how he's uh, – how um, – D'Amico Ryan's is like a player's coach. They loved him when he when he got there. The whole organization, the way they celebrated his arrival, and just just how he's got this team playing for him. The core of the team. Um, what's their what's their their draft pick is? Uh, I know the Cardinals have their one pick. Do they have a? Do they even have a first rounder? Where's their first rounder? I know they got the Cardinals have theirs. Let me see real quick. Didn't they have a... Yeah, there is Houston 30. So they're pretty far down, but, I mean, some good players will still be there. That's not their pick. That pick is from Cleveland. They The Cardinals have... Uh, the Cardinals right here have the 17 pick. As of right now, this is going to change, but from Houston. But, I mean, they still got some... They still got some ability to build. Um, Singletary, as much as I don't know that I would fully translate it all and get as excited about 22. He's a possible keeper, too. But he looks so good right now. He looks so good right now. Um, Yeah. Yeah, he's finally getting the cards. You know, they're giving him the the carries. You know, he never really got work in Buffalo. Yeah. All right, anything else, Frank? Appreciate you calling in. No problems, Vinny. Um, much love, man. Hey, Frank, and aren't you a barber I, or is my memory wrong? What? Aren't you a barber huh? or is my memory wrong? No, no. Far from a barber. Okay, I'm a builder. Wrong. A carpenter. Okay. He's an enforcer. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds like. <laughs> it, he, enforcer. Carpenter. Uh-huh. Carpenter for hire. Yeah, I'm a carpenter like Jesus. Frank, Frankie's out there busting knuckles is what he's doing. All right, Frankie, appreciate yeah, you, yeah. appreciate you calling in and 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 uh, and delivering the good news that that you got you had all those players and you did you did well. Frankie to the moon. All right, later, Frankie. All right, take it easy, Smitty. Yeah. And Smitty, I love to visualize how you visualize the shows and everything. It's the best thing on the YouTube, dude. Okay, well, I w- I wouldn't have known that by your previous comments, but I, I apparently apparently you meant well. You just didn't convey it well. But it, 
You would sit instead of sitting there looking for the I'll one thing. On you, yeah, instead of sitting there for the thinking about the one thing you disagree, and that's the only comment I ever see over and over and over. Just tell me what you love. Just once in a while, Frank. That's all I want. All right, later, all right. pal. Appreciate you. Later, man. Later, Frankie Knuckles. Yeah, I knew that was him. I knew that was him. I it was a different name. Um, I don't know if maybe he somehow got blocked at some point because you know he. <laughs> I'll look into your other Frankie name, Frankie, and see if for any reason you got a, if a mod hit you or if it was me or whatnot. But I think you just, you wouldn't stop. But what was great is that was probably the best testimonial call we've ever had, to be honest, Frank. You know, for you to be as big of a hater, you know, you say you weren't, but the way you convey yourself to call in and look. I'm calling about three things. Isaiah Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco, Tank Dell, and H-Han. Four things. Two Isaiah Pacheco combos, a Miles Sanders related one. <laughs> that was like, I was just waiting to get hammered by Frankie on something. Like, I thought he was going to come in and scream at me about Bijan or whatnot. But no, Frankie comes in and says, Pacheco, my anti Miles Sanders take, Tank Dell, HN, let's ride. So that, that was interesting. Um, I got Marsman Rockout, Marsman Travis Rowe. Um, I don't know if you guys mind if we get Bill the Tickler in real quick before I jump over to the Mars, man. Are you guys okay with that rock out and, uh, and Travis? Okay. Um, hey, Bi- hey. hey, Bill. Hey, Schmitty. Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year, Bill. Uh, first, um, flowers. Every month I receive an anonymous uh, gifted membership. And I appreciate that, wherever that, wherever that comes from. It's at random. It's at uh, random. As much as I'd like to say it comes from me, uh, it's at random from most likely Will Snipeselli, Ron Navy, Perps has been dropping them like crazy. Christopher Smith came in strong. Uh, we've had uh, Ray G and a bunch of the boys. Sorry if I'm leaving any of you out that come in and they just drop these gifted membership runs for. And so, I uh, appreciate you and appreciating flowers. it. Flowers, flowers to them all. And but you're the uh, you know you're the pivot point from all of it. It starts from you. So, okay, well, um, you know the fact that you know you have their respect, and then I got you. Your your respect. Yeah. What so can I, I do for that. you, Bill? Uh, and, and the other the other the other flowers is uh, I'm in two leagues in the in the defunct restaurant league. Uh, I came in third, um, but in my in my other league that I've been in for about seven years. Um, I won the league, and um, I, I won it from you and the community and the insight and all the support and me making sure I, I you know, turn it, turn it, tune in and turn it up and listen and follow along and make my decision from there. So <clears throat> it's so much appreciated, and I'm uh, no problem. I'm, I'm so thrilled. No problem. My championship was my championship was uh, the Schmitty and Schmitty Community uh, Championship. It, 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 it it's not without you guys. I, I don't think I'm a, I don't think I'm a lone rebel. No with, problem. You no. Know, what do, what do you got and, this 2024? I I appreciate your 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 uh, thank so, yous and all that, so but let's hit 2024. What, go ahead. The 2024 talk and thank you so much, community. 2024 talk is uh uh. Puka, Puka was part of my, you know, and that came from you in the community. And so we got the Puka talk, and we got the cup be there, not be there talk. So then my talk is 
Where do we where do we sneakily between round six and twelve in a redraft league? Where do we grab Tutu Adwell? Because I haven't heard his name. So where do we sneakily kind of slide him in with I don't, the flex? And I don't. He he's not. On our bench? He's not anywhere in a flex or you know single you're digit not, round range. Right now, huh? No, because you got Demarcus really Robinson. I mean Demarcus Robinson coming in. I don't know what his contract. To be honest, but, if, but probably, if Cup is gone. If Cup is Cup's, gone, then Tutu is... Cup's not, I mean... No, I mean gone from just not in that picture there. No, uh, well, Cooper Cup, um, let me pull up his contract. Injury or trade. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's, you're, 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 jump, you're jumping like eight levels into a you situation. You jumped and you said, let's go to 2024. Yep, yep. No, we're no, jumping. I know, but, but no, I'm saying you're jumping into like this conclusion, like a string of conclusions. Cooper Cup's uh, unrestricted free agent in 2027. I'm not saying he plays well until that time frame or even plays that long, but what you're talking about Tutu Atwell unseating. Yeah, probably going to get banged up Cooper Cup. Definitely a guy that, that I don't recommend anybody draft high, but Tutu Atwell is not grabbing Cooper Cup's job. Cooper Cup will get banged up at some point. I Look, this could be one of those conversations where we look back and we're like, wow, Tutu does it great. But I single digit rounds, no. This this is similar to I think what Alex Cruz was saying to me in the offseason about when we started to argue Gibbs versus Bijan in terms of draft capital. Like we all can agree that that Gibbs could have outscored Bijan wasn't crazy at all. But you had to draft Gibbs in the third round. That's where you smash and won a league. So if you believe Tutu Atwell is, you know, the next elite breakout wide receiver. You've got to take him where he's, you know, going to go. He's not going in single-digit rounds because people are going to assume Cooper Cup's going to get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tutu's not a bad grab. I'm not saying he won't do anything. It's just he he is not going to be on anyone's radar at all, bro. At all. Uh, Demarcus okay, Robinson. Well, Dem- well, well, that's not true because obviously I brought him up, so he's on my radar. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. And let me look up uh, Demarcus Robinson's contract. I, I imagine he's on a one-year deal, but let me just look. Yeah, uh, one-year deal, un- unrestricted free agent. So if he goes, then yeah, Tutu is going to have a place in the offense for sure. I guess I guess I'm just I'm thinking like you know he feels overlooked. So it's a good but, topic. But if I can be in a league, if I can be in a league where they're overlooking, so if I can get him in the twelfth, sure, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But if I but if I want him, if I want him, and I, I'm worried, you know, there's a couple, you know, a couple snipes. In my league, then you know, do I reach? I, I didn't mean okay, to. I didn't saying mean, not. I didn't not mean to be. No, you're not. I didn't mean to be negative on the idea of Tutu Atwell being a good sleeper. I'm just saying you were like, where do we take him in the sixth, seventh, or what do you say, seventh round? <laughs> like, no, bro, no, six, no, 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 no. Twelve. I said six to twelve. I left a really nice, yeah. nice wide open space for, for conversation. For conversation. Okay. Yeah. It was. It's a good conversation. But yeah. Two, no. Tutu Atwell. He's not going to enter in any sort of advantageous place in everyone's hearts and minds. It's going to be like, oh, you're predicting this to happen, and then so grab him, you hold him, it could work out really well. I like Tutu out well. He's actually a really, really unique player. And I don't know if you remember in the offseason, I, uh, I think it was Blind Larry that always wanted me to go, Tutu out well, or Tutu out well. Like we 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 like Tutu Atwell. We, we like Tutu Atwell. We like Puka Nakua. I do remember. We, we talked about both of them in best ball all the time. We drafted both of them in best ball all the time. I've already gone here here and and admitted over and over that I should have been higher on Puka Nakua coming out of week one. Um, so I've already I've taken my L. I'll continue to admit that it's not something I'm hiding from. But I absolutely loved them in best ball because. 
between him and Tutu Atwell, it felt like it was a, it was a good combo to grab. You're going to get something out of that offense. They're fantastic, you know, uh, passing attack. So, um, and as for Puka, the conversation of Puka, Puka Nakua, I don't know how he can't be a turn player in 2024. You know, like in the 12, 13 turn area. We'll we'll see where people. Right. Um, yeah. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because and last year it's funny. So last year when we started, you know, you could do certain dra- mock drafts, best ball, and March, April, May, uh, May and June. But then how things changed and people people moved ahead, people moved behind. Um, you know, and then where you end up, you know, once you do your drafts and you know once you get in that room, how things go. My, my 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 biggest concern is loving uh, God love Puka. Puka was just such a great great wave wire pickup in the other league for me. Um, but but I have this uh, you know, and I don't mean like you say I don't mean harm or injury on anyone. But you know Stafford Stafford's tooth is getting long, and I worry about the day um, you know for he sure. throws a ball and his arm his arm is uh, you know five yards down the field with the ball, and then where do we go from there with the quarterback? Because at yeah. least with with uh, at least with Chiron, and I picked him up on waivers too, and he helped me in my other So let me hit at that. least with him, he's a running back. No matter what the quarterback situation, your running back can do running back things. But your receivers, they need they need that guy throwing the ball. And when Stafford, if Stafford drops off and he has a you know he has injuries that take him out, who's 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 getting into Puka? Who's well, Stetson Bennett. Uh, I'll answer. I'll answer. I got I got you. I got you. A little long winded there, uh, Bill. We got got we got to tighten that up. Yeah, because uh, because you know I, me for being short-winded. Yeah. So so yeah. So so I'll say this: Stetson Bennett's a very very good quarterback that that didn't get to do anything. He's you know injured or I, I don't know. There's some personal thing I think too. I forget why he's actually even um, you know not in the conversation this year. I forget what it was. I think it was personal and something. But Stetson Bennett's a really good quarterback. He was kind of like outside of the big name guys the first guy up like hey this could be the guy this could be the guy this guy might be better than Levis he should be going ahead of Levis this is the guy that's better than Hennon Hooker potentially and 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 everybody liking Stetson Bennett he looked really really sharp so there's some upside there for sure uh I but I think to address your question worried about Stafford I, as much as I am an injury type uh you know guy in terms of like avoid this avoid that avoid this avoid that I think there's a lot of there's a lot of reason to say to ourselves this year that you know we can predict some things for sure, but I think the injury an injury is Stafford's no more likely than an injury a re-injury or new injury to a Rod, you know Aaron Rodgers. I think an injury to Stafford is really no more likely than a re-injury or a new injury to to maybe Brock Purdy, who's constantly getting banged up. You know, even now he's still you know gets injured or, or he's he's hasn't got knocked out of a uh, a full well he did he got a concussion but there, there's a lot of players that we got to worry about and I think anybody's quarterback goes down those wide receivers are in very much jeopardy of of right. falling in value and I think with Burrow going down with Kirk Cousins going down with AR5 going down with all these other quarterbacks going down and Stafford didn't go down I don't know that I would be worrying too much about it this one year, but long-term dynasty, absolutely. Like, it's going to be on my mind. If I can swap out a Puka Nakua for an Amon Ross St. Brown, 
If I could swap out a Puka, in, in his situation, it's not like it's gold any, for the future anyway. We might as well use an even better uh, future player. Like, if you could give up something in conjunction with Puka Nakua to go get your your player that, that has a better quarterback situation, you know what I mean? Like, the, I just think that uh, unless yep. we're talking dynasty, I think maybe, and maybe Stafford retires. Like, that's certainly a possibility. Like, you got to look at the situation at the end of the year, but I, I'm not I'm not ready to call panic with with McVay saying he's coming back. I think Stafford's going to come back. I think this team is 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 potentially got something special brewing, and they have a, a small window of time I think to get it all done. Because even though it felt like oh this is a rebuild, the way that it was collapsing, they've got a nice little window I think to do some damage. They're a great offense, man. Rams are looking. Hey, uh. Media, All right, la- last that. thing, Bill, and I got to move around the phone line. Go ahead, as fast as you can, Bill. You got, Bill. You got to tighten it up. I love you, pal. This is this is tough love. It's okay, not me I'm mad at you at any, but you you can you can go for like hours. So hit it quick. Go ahead. Going for hours. That's my job. Keep talking. Uh, on that subject, quarterback uh, in my leagues and getting as far as I did, thanks to you, Jordan Love was a was a gem to have on my roster this year and plug and play when I You're needed. Welcome. And you were a champion of him all year long. So all those detractors, um, you know, Achan gets a lot of love for for his detractors on your channel, but but Jordan Love was solid. Uh, he had his moments of not great, but they were they were few and far between. So you know. All, all your all your insight is just gold. Love you, baby. All right, appreciate you. Thanks, for, thanks, pal. Ron Navy dropping five gifted memberships, by the way. Um, uh, appreciate Ron Navy dropping that. I don't know if somebody else. I think Ron Ron drifted gifted another five memberships, and Perps dropped a twenty dollar hauler in the the chat here. Let me read that real quick. Perps dropped two twenty dollar haulers in the chat. Colin dropped a ten dollar hauler. Yo, Smitty redrafting in Dynasty Superflex. Okay, I'll get to that one. I want to make sure I, I didn't get to it yet. Perp says, Bill the Tickler, we need the name of the restaurant. Are you hosting a uh, Me Familia, the fantasy football show, Vegas dinner? Says uh, Perps. Perps uh, wants to know where you're at now. Yeah, I don't know where he's at now. I think it's not steak dinners. I'm not sure if it's a high-end restaurant like he was at before, but uh, he, he was he was definitely like one of the better waiters. I will say that he was quick. He, he wasn't yapping. <laughs> he was in and out. That man was busy. He, was, he had a lot of other tables, but it was like he, he came in. He didn't start talking the whole time, and I would have talked to him, because, and we did. We chatted. I walked around with him. He showed me the place and everything, so Bill's a good guy, uh, but Bill was perfect. Perfect amount of talking, perfect amount of serving, always had the drinks fresh, great recommendations, uh, best server uh, I've ever had. Bill the Tickler to the moon. Ron Navy, uh, Frankie, and I are wrapping up. <laughs> okay. Appreciate you, Perps, dropping the $20 hauler. Perps are the 220s. Alert. Super chat alert. Billy, Billy, Billy the Tickler. Billy, 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 Billy the Tickler. Uh, we'll look into that, Ron. Appreciate that. And uh, call, call in $10 hauler. Yo, Smitty, redrafting in a Dynasty Superflex League with four keepers. Would you rather keep Bryce? Oh, I already answered that one. That was the old one. Yeah. Thank you, Colin, for that super chat. Okay, I think I have some other, uh, as Ron's serenading him, uh, some other people on the phone line. Um, uh, Marsman, rock out. And uh, Travis Rowe, you're, you're here. You're live. Uh, who wants to go first? Rock out some 
Rock out. He's rock out. He's in the building. Hold on, rock out. Let me see if I have your your intro somewhere. I think I have rock out's intro somewhere. It's uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? When I need it? Where is it? When I need it? Rock out. Rock out. Here it is. Rock out. It's a rock out, and he's in the building. I be going spitting that fire. I be going preaching to your fire, and the rock out going to get it on now. <laughs> rock out. What's up? Only man that sings his own <laughs> intro. What can I do for you? What's up? Um, what's your feelings on uh, Jaden Reed if Watson's uh, healthy next year? Uh, I think he's as much as I want to, you know, I, I think Watson's going to be a great sleeper for sure. And I'll be investing in him heavily if he falls to like double digit rounds and, you know, round nine or whatever. We'll be, we'll be getting some Watson action going on, but you know what? I think it's going to be one of the, one of the very few handcuff situations that I see in the NFL that makes a lot of sense because one of them is going to be fire. And I think Jaden Reed has the upper hand. Jaden Reed's a mini Debo Samuel. He's a wide back, and Niner fans can come in and take that however they want. No one said he's as good yeah. as Debo. Nobody said he's Debo, but he's absolutely a mini Debo, however you want to think of mini. And could he become that good? He could. Like, no one can discount what Reed's doing as a rookie. He's a rookie, and he's used like Debo Samuel. He's used like a wide back, and he looks fantastic. He's a touchdown machine. He. Injury's a little bit of a concern, maybe, but does it's his rookie year. I mean, we can't judge him yet on that. And I think if you cuff Jaden Reed and Watson together, you have a top 12 to 15 wide receiver all year long. It's kind of a cool little crafty thought, you know, especially in best ball. When we start talking best ball strategies, Reed and Watson together, yeah. boom, wide receiver three. You know, and I know Reed might go higher than wide receiver three values at times, but we'll have to see. We'll see what he where they finish, you know what I mean? The, the Packers are playing for a playoff spot. They wanna, they wanna show off their, uh, their, 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 uh, their skills a little longer and see what Jordan Love can do. So it'll be interesting. It's a great question, but I think the only good answer is that Reed, by default, the de facto number one there, you have to give it to him. There's just no way you can go off of what Watson has done this year in terms of staying on the field. The hamstrings got to be looked at. They're gonna, they're gonna figure out how to improve his ham, hamstring strength. But even so, Reed is Reed has done as well as you could ask a receiver to do. So the advantage goes to Reed, and he's a great in in Watson's a great handcuff to him. Yeah, and what what do you think about Chase with his injuries the last couple of years? I know he won't drop too far, but do you want to like take a grand assault with him? The way I view Jamar Chase is this. Um, I said this before, and I, I don't. I don't mean this in like a, a like I don't want anybody to think I'm not a Jamar Chase fan anymore or something, or that I won't own a lot of Jamar Chase shares. Uh, let me see if this pen will even write. But I think he has a lot to prove to us that he and his situation can deliver the test of time, because right now it hasn't, and I'm not saying it can't. I'm not saying I won't yep. draft Jamar Chase. I'm not saying all any of that. But there are certain players that I would put all my eggs in one basket to a certain degree. It's not advisable. I'd never advise anybody to... I always want diversification. But there are certain players that when push comes to shove, I just can't help myself. And he used to be one of those players. 
and I regrettably say this, and it's not that I don't love him. It's not that I won't be drafting him. I will have Jamar Chase on at least one or two teams this year. I freaking love Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase. It still feels like the pancake stack to me. I still want that duo. In fact, I think the leagues that I do have Chase in will have Burrow. Like, I will have... Where's the pancake, pancake stack for old time's sake? The stack above all stacks. It's time to drop the pancake emojis in the live chat. So th- th- there's, there's going to be some of that in 2024. I promise you I will be all over the Jamar Chase situation. However, I think that at this moment in time, he's become a player I want to own in one or two of my, let's call it 10 leagues if we're trying to use the math to make sense, you know. 10 to 20% of leagues. Uh, it's not somebody I'm going to own in 50% of my leagues. I love him. I love him. I want him to excel on my roster. I want to be a part of it. I'm going to be a part of it. I'm not hating on him. I'm not jumping ship. In fact, I even think if you look at like uh, uh, early mock draft data or best ball data, he's probably going to be, I can't imagine he's in the top six. So he's going to be, uh, you never know, but I can't imagine he'll be somewhere below six overall. And so you might see him even fall to like 8 to 13. And at the 12, 13 turn, maybe I start changing my tune. Because everything's about ADP. Last night I said this like five times in a row. Everything, 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 everything is about ADP. Jamar Chase at 12 is a very different player than Jamar Chase at 6. You know, that's where this whole Smitty flip-flops thing doesn't equate not in this house because everyone that, that lives here knows that adjusting and, and adapting is the way you survive fantasy because injuries strike you, ADPs change. So as of right now, as a 6 to 8 player, I want him in 10, 20% of my league's max. But I want him. Not zero. I want him. If he's a 12, 12 to 14 player, I probably have him in like 30% of leagues. Easy. Yeah, so he's like your McCaffrey of last year. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, because that's that's the way I approach McCaffrey. Which, regrettably, I wish I had him all my eggs in my basket with McCaffrey. But um, this year, exactly when this topic came up in the off season, and I had had a chance to get Bijan, I want McCaffrey in one league, Bijan in another league, and uh, like JJ or whatever in the other league. So (laughs) similar, similar JJ. God, we really got to go over the 2023 ADP data and look at how many people got injured and busted. It's got to be like 65, 70% bust rate, in, including injury. Injury being bust rate included. God, we got we to got, we look at it. It's probably insane. I know I have an ADP video somewhere. I'll pull it up. I'll do a show on it. Probably be a premiere versus a live stream. And we'll really attack the, the ADP and learn some things from it. Like, hey, you know, look, look at this ADP. Hey, guess where... Guess where Alvin Kamara was? We smashed. Who could be this year's Alvin Kamara? We'll have a video on that. Hey, look at Mike Evans. We loved Mike Evans in best ball. We drafted Mike Evans in best ball over and over and over and over. We had some haters in here come in and try and act like we weren't high on Mike Evans. We loved Mike Evans in best ball. Mike Evans was falling so late, and there's going to be a Mike Evans and Kamara this year. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll identify the most likely candidates to be that player. Um. But yeah, great question. I mean, Jamar Chase, it, it's not a negative. It's just a realistic, hey, yeah. um, he's been banged up. You know, J- Joe Burrow, they uh, both have to prove to stay healthy. This offense has to prove it can stay healthy. This offense has to prove it can test the, the you know, la- uh, last the test of time 
for one full season at least before we start saying, you know, we're taking Chase at four again. Um, you know, I, I would much rather go RB than Chase when we're talking about the four RBs, assuming CMC makes it out healthy. Uh, and, you know, you got Kyron and Gibbs. And this is the year that, that a lot of people will probably, I think, push wide receiver in the first round on some narrative that that's safer when every position was absolutely decimated with injury. Everyone. So f- for me, Hall, Gibbs, Kyron, CMC, assuming he exits 2023-2024 NFL postseason or uh, playoffs healthy, um, then these guys to me are better than Chase by a, a long shot just because of the, you know, the, he needs to prove it factor. But I still love Chase. I take I take every one of these guys, again, assuming CMC's healthy, by the end of it all, I take every one of these guys over every receiver. I, I, I just think it's smarter. It's smarter drafting. And it's not me taking a position. It's just these guys, to me, are safer picks. Now, to your point earlier, Rockout, where you said the same thing as CMC last year, there will be a world where I've the number four overall pick in four or five leagues in a row. I'm going to take a wide receiver on one of those because of the diversification. Right. Which one? Probably Tyreek Hill at this point. It depends on JJ's quarterback situation and how that irons out. We we definitely have to you know know what what's heads and tails there before we can fully, I think, grasp a, a JJ over Tyreek Hill for 2024 dynasty. Of course, JJ. All right, let's go over to uh, Travis real quick. Travis, what can I do for you, pal? Hey, um, I guess this kind of kind of goes along with what Rocco was asking. Um, uh, with Jaden Reed, where um, can you hear me? All right? Yeah. Okay. Um, with Jaden Reed, where where is he going to fall with like say like Dave Flowers and Drake London, like? Because we saw some of the flowers towards the end of the season start to tick up. And Drake London, we all thought, or a lot of us thought he could be a top 20, top 25 guy. And I don't know if he cleared the top 30 because of the quarterback play. Yeah, he looks so good at times, though. You know, so I, I think if, if, right. he, I mean, if he gets amazing. Michael Penix Jr. as his quarterback, right. if he gets uh, – Justin Fields is his quarterback. If he gets Bo Nix as his quarterback, or Caleb Williams potentially, or JD five, um, May. I mean, th- those are the big five quarterbacks. If he gets one of those guys or Fields, I don't know if Russell Wilson qualifies. Maybe just because he look, you know, he threw it the Sutton. He got, but it just feels like a like a, a band aid. Like I, I don't, I don't know that I'm gonna love. The feeling of Russell Wilson and what he, how he elevates a receiver's game. I don't know that I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel like it's a, like a, a, a fix a flat in a tire. You know, like it's gonna hold up maybe, yeah. But like for how long? And do you really feel good? I just, I, it's got to be one of those other pieces. If, if, if it's one of those rookie quarterbacks, um, and and I have a specific order for my confidence level of it too, because a rookie quarterback video is coming. It, it depends on the order, um. I'm I'm gonna really li- like Penix or Bo Nix. I like more than the other quarterbacks in the class. I like JD five a lot too. I I love this class. This class I could literally like flip flop on the top three. My video is the reason my video is taking so long is because honestly I go back and forth even right now as to which rookie I like most. It's gonna be landing spot dependent. But 
if if one of them gets look, I said this last night too for anybody who wasn't here. I think we are forgetting how much potential because we're just we're beaten down with this Atlanta Falcons situation. We're forgetting how much potential is there in Atlanta. <laughs> it, he it literally could be a top five offense in the National Football League with right. one fix. And I think we're all like blinded by the the depression and the abuse that we've all taken in terms of Pitts not getting used. Pitts is not a top five tight end in anyone's mind anymore. But is he really not? Like, you know, maybe he won't ever recover yeah. from it confidence-wise. Who the hell knows? But, like, were we wrong about Pitts? Because we weren't wrong about Bijan, but now we're thinking, were we wrong about B? Like, don't we notice the pattern? Don't we notice the pattern that we were we wrong about London? Were we wrong about Bijan? Were we wrong about about Kyle Pitts? Three potential players that you could, if you wanted to, make an argument that they're top five to seven, some of them one, two, or three, at their position. You could make an argument that Pitts should be the number one dynasty tight end right now at this moment in time, given how we all felt about him two years ago. Like, he could have been the number one tight end in fantasy football. He could have been the next Antonio Gates, the next Travis Kelsey. So you could argue that there's still potential. He's the number, he could be a number one overall tight end. There's a potential Bijan could be the number one overall running back. And there's a potential that will give Drake London a little lesser chance of being that highly ranked across his position, but top seven to 10. And and we're getting yeah. none of that out of all three positions. I mean, we are forgetting how good this situation could be by getting rid of Arthur Smith and getting a quarterback. But both are needed. Both could happen. But both are needed. You can't be Russell Wilson and no Arthur Smith. It can't be Arthur Smith and Penix Jr. It's got to be new QB, new new head coach, and then and then maybe we're back on board because this is a new feel. But it's crazy when you think about it. Crazy how much talent's there, and we hate the offense. We can't stand the Atlanta Falcons offense, man. And it's got three studs. Yeah. Especially with Drake London being one of those rare big receivers, too, you know. Yeah. It's such a waste. But but to answer your question, um, you got to go with Reed over both of them. Reed, then who who are the receivers? Is Reed London and who? I'm blanking on the third one. Flowers. Jay Flowers. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I love Jay Flowers a lot. He's coming into his own. I think uh, based on what we have in front of us right now, London's third. But if London gets a new coach and Penix Jr. or Fields, he could easily jump to the top spot and be like a tier above him. But if not, it, this is my order right now. And it, this isn't to say Reed can't jump into that same tier later on and they'd both be in a tier above Flowers. I like Flowers a lot, but Flowers does feel like a guy that's going to probably not be top five, you know, at his position or anything, but he's certainly like capable of popping off wide receiver one numbers here and there. He's certainly going to live in the wide receiver two category. I think he's going to be a really good player. I, I guess the he, best, the best. How do, you compare, huh? how, how do you compare him to Hollywood Brown? Cause I know they got rid of Hollywood Brown and they're bringing Dave Flowers. So I, I don't know. He might be, I think he's got a little bit better tools, but they're kind of similar. You know what? I, I don't know. I don't know if he's a better route runner maybe or, um, I'd probably say like, <clears throat> I think Hollywood Brown looked, they looked about the same in, 
in Baltimore. I think what, sorry, right. <coughs> I'm coughing. Um, they look about the same in Baltimore comparatively. Like I, Hollywood was coming into his own. It took him a while to jive with Lamar, but he started to play like he could flirt in the top 10 wide receivers. Not really stay there, like I'm kind of describing Flowers, but dance in the top 10. And he could be in there, he'd play like it's number five, and then number 12, and then number eight, and then number 15. Um, I, I think that Hollywood Brown left and kind of deteriorated a little bit. Like, I don't think Hollywood, he's a free agent, though. He's one of the top free agents. So, where he oh, goes, yeah, where he goes could be pretty interesting. That maybe it revitalizes his career a little bit. Uh, I think I have the the free agents. Let me see if I can find the free agent list of of wide receivers. I have it here somewhere. Um, but it, you know, this is going to be a a very very interesting off season for sure. Let me see if I can find those wide receivers. They're somewhere here. Got a little graphic on it. But we'll we'll have a we'll have like yeah, a wide. There might be. Go ahead. There might be a team that. Sorry, sorry. There might might be a team that wants to. Uh... Would rather get take a flyer on him than give T. Higgins a huge, co- huge contract or something, you know? Yeah, because Higgins is risky in, in his own right. Uh, free agent wide receivers. Let me pull up this wide receiver tracker. So T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, Mike Evans, Hollywood Brown, Ridley, Gabe Davis, Darnell Mooney. Those are those are other free agent wide receivers, but this is the uh, these are the big dogs here. Let me see if I can make this bigger. Hold on. Pittman, Pittman's unrestricted. I believe so. Let me let me pull up. Let me see if there's any unrestricted free agents in this mix. There might be, but I'm pretty sure those are the the guys. So here here's the list right here. These are the top restricted uh, or top free agent wide receivers in the NFL walking into the offseason. So we're gonna have a board on this, you know, like we did last year, where we're literally gonna just you know. Check them off one at a time. Uh, T. Higgins is going to be the clear number one. Um, Pittman franchise contract projection franchise tag. So the, a lot of people are projecting he gets franchise tagged. Um, T. Higgins, right. P, yeah. T. Higgins franchise tagged. Those, those are definitely going to be in the cards. Like they're not just necessarily going to be somewhere. They could get franchise tagged for sure. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I don't think they'll, I mean, I don't think they'll franchise tag Mike Evans. You never know. Depends how they finish and how they feel about their season. But, uh, Hollywood Brown, you know, where, where would he, where would he even be good? Ridley would be great in, I think, um, the Chargers situation would be really, really good for, for, for Ridley to to wind up if let's say they don't draft Marvin Harrison Jr., which is my number one mission this offseason is to promote that. Not that it's going to help make it happen, but just be the, the the wish of all wishes in this draft. Marvin Harrison Jr. to the Chargers at six or Ridley or Pittman or Mike Evans potentially. I just don't know that the Chargers want to go the Mike Evans route because they're going to be trying to get, you know, yeah. young, younger and build around, you know, I just, I just don't know that that would be smart. Unless they feel like, okay, we Quentin Johnson's the guy. We just need to get him there. The other the other thing, too, about the Chargers is they feel a little bit half-stupid. 
And could they could they literally think they don't need a wide receiver? We got Mike Evans coming back, and, and Keenan Allen will be fine. He won't break or anything. Like, I could see him literally being like, we don't need it. <laughs> we don't need it. They need it. They need it. They need to get Marvin Harrison Jr. They, they get Marvin Harrison Jr., and it's it's literally Herbert to the moon. You know, he's back in the top four, guaranteed. I just don't know that they're smart uh, enough. Out of those free, out of those free agents here, Kansas City should needs to sign somebody. They got, they got to do something there. Yeah, they, I, I wonder if Holly, I wonder if Holly, Hollywood or Ridley could work there. I don't, I don't know how they fit their system. But. Ridley would be interesting, um, but that feels like a place where it would fail, though. You know, uh, uh, Casey always feels like a great spot everybody always says Casey but like Casey's always a little, little deceptive as to how it's going to really work out yeah. um, they also love Rasheed Rice I mean he's definitely coming into his own would Casey be smart yeah. to go get a tight end you know are they going to they're not going to give up on Kelsey yet you know so I don't know what they're going to do I have no idea what they're going to maybe they draft the Kelsey replacement and they they sit him for the year and they just hope he becomes the guy but yeah. how do you how do you replace Kelsey Um, I don't know it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be a crazy offseason. This $2 hauler from Thomas says, thoughts on AZ, uh, wide receiver Michael Wilson moving forward. I like him, but if Marvin Harrison lands in Arizona at this four-pick, projected four-pick, or, or wherever Arizona ends up, then uh, that's you know that's going to probably make Michael Wilson's job of climbing into this like high expectation level pretty impossible. He'll still be good, but and I like him. But if he's not the number one guy, I don't know that he can meet the expectation a lot of like dynasty people have of him because he's a pretty well liked dynasty prospect for sure. People love Michael Wilson in dynasty. Uh, perps appreciate perps. Uh, a dumb bell says perps. Perps, thanks for dropping the super, my guy. <clears throat> Thank you, Thomas, for the two. Thank you, perps, for the for the super. Um, thank you for the, the $20 one earlier as, as well. Purpose to the freaking moon. Chargers need a D line. They need a lot of things, Jack. <laughs> they need a lot of things, but I don't know. All right. Uh, I'm going to circle around the phone line here. Um, Ron Navy, what else you got? And then I'm going to probably close it down. What can I do for you, Ron? Nothing. Oh, I did a trade today. I traded uh, Chase Brown, got Wicks, and got Schultz, and uh, next year's third rounder. You traded Chase Brown. Say it again. I traded Chase Brown, and I got Wicks from Green Bay. I got Schultz from... Texans and third round draft pick next year. Yeah, I mean, could definitely argue it. I think, I think uh, it's a fair, right? Yeah, I think Sh- Chase. Yeah, I think I uh, like Chase Brown a lot. I don't know what it's going to amount to, though. We don't really know. But he's got a lot of potential. He also could just be a change of pace back. Who, who the hell knows? I like him a lot. He showed a lot of promise. So I kind of like him a little bit. Wicks is pretty pretty solid. Uh, 
don't know what his future holds with Watson, you know, likely to make it a little harder for him to, I think, be as relevant, but definitely Wicks has some nice appeal. And I think, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if you needed a tight end, that alone could make it worth it. I think, you know, Schultz is still a very, you know, got a long career ahead of him and he's got an amazing quarterback thrown to him. So, you know, that, that's, that can work out on either side. Yeah, I think it was a fair trade. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. That's all I get. All right, Ron. Appreciate the the gifted memberships to everybody, and we'll see you later, bro. All right, later, later, chat. Uh, Rock out. You got anything else? No, you're good. Appreciate it. Rock out to the moon. Later, pal. Travis, you got anything else? Um, uh, just just your opinion. You think Baker stays with the Bucks? Or if they keep him, probably. Move on. I mean, what? I mean, t- Tampa. Pretty Tampa, good. Tampa's got the twenty pick. Unless they move this twenty pick, I don't see how they do anything else. Yeah. So I mean, right. yeah, and I mean, he kind of earned it, man. He's gonna throw. He's gonna be over four thousand yeah, yards. Yeah, he's gonna be over four thousand yards. I mean, I Baker. Good yeah. for Baker, man. Baker, Baker, uh, rebound maker. Right. Definitely rebounded Pretty his good. career. All right, appreciate you, Travis. Later. All right. Thanks, Billy. Later. Bill, you still there? Uh, yes, sir, I am. Bill yeah, just... You kept me on, so I've been listening. Oh, yeah, Bill. all good. All good, Schmitty. All good. Thank you guys so much. Bill, Bill, appreciate appreciate. Yeah. Bill, Bill, where? Uh, do you, do, what kind of? You don't have to tell us where. I don't want people right. hunting Bill down. I, I, I put it in the chat. No, I put it in the chat. Oh. Osaka Japanese Bistro. It is the uh, one of the original... Um, Japanese restaurants in Las Vegas. The original in Sahara. I work at the. Uh, I work at its off spot in Henderson, a little is bit it, near where I was. But is it like a high end one, like the steak one, or is it? Is it? Well, uh, no, it's not. It's not quite that. But if you remember uh, when when we met our conversation, uh, you know, uh, my wife was Japanese. She worked there for ten years, and you know. She passed, but but oh, I have. Uh, sorry, but Bill. the owner was close with her, and he brought he he was he was giving me a hard time to come work there for a long time, and uh, the only reason I didn't work there because it was my refuge. But you know, once you need a job, you got to do what you got to do. So um, that does you know, make that does make uh, it tough when you go to somewhere where you like to go, and then if it ends badly, you're like, oh my god. But hey, yeah, it is well, what it is. Well. Well, you know, I went somewhere else because of the money and, and badly, but I'm going here because of the uh, the human touch, which is why I'm, you know, which is why I'm, which is why I'm going across live right now because of the human touch that you provide to all your listeners and all your communities, Smitty. So boy, may that never be lost. May that never be lost on anybody, <clears throat> Smitty. All right, Bill. Appreciate you, thanks, uh, brother. Uh, thanks, pal. Yes. Bill hey, Boone. Hope to see you sooner or later, brother. All right, I'll come down when I come to Vegas. I'll come there. All right, later, bro. I hope so. And let's do it all. Let's do it live. Do it live. Later. <laughs> Bill. The... <laughs> Bill... <laughs> we do it live. Bill... We do it live, baby. Bill the Tickler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill. You always, la- you always get him to laugh at the end. People are like, why are you calling Bill the Tickler? I mean, do I, ha- do, I re- do I have to say it? Do I have to even... Do you know now? Uh, Smitty, when will... We see some backyard compound pull-ups. I do need to do some live streams in the backyard. Maybe we'll do the Dynasty live stream in the backyard tonight or something. Yeah, grilling. Wow, grilling. That's good. Perps, I will do it. I will do it. I planned on it. I planned on doing some grill grill sessions and 
and uh, just some live streams out there in the ice bath, whatever. <laughs> Smitty, what are your thoughts on? Thank you for that $10 hauler. $10 haulers to the moon. Get moonshots. My boy Perp's coming in strong. Thank you, Perp's. Uh, where is this other one? Where was it? Was it here? Here it was. Chris, uh, Smitty, what are your thoughts on Philly coaching staff having Hurts learn how to fall? Have you seen that video? That's old. Uh, coaches losing the locker room. Uh, mm, I don't know if I'd go that far as to say they're losing the locker room, but I would say that uh, Sirianni isn't as important and as good, I think, as I think this was a Steichen thing that uh, is helping carry over. I'm not saying Sirianni's not good. I'm not saying he's not a good coach, but is he as good as we thought? I don't know. I I think um, this is the same man that didn't know if Jalen Hurts was his guy when we on this show said he's a top one to five quarterback and Hurts would be an absolute monster. If you remember, he was a moon man and we didn't have the Mars men back then. We just had the moon men. He was our first. It was the first year doing the moon men and Jalen Hurts was very doubted. People did not think Jalen Hurts was going to be a top five quarterback. We we got Jalen Hurts around six, seven, eight and and and. Honestly, Sirianni didn't even know if Hertz was this guy. Like, he literally went QB shopping during the draft every year. He had made comments about he didn't know if Hertz was his future. This guy didn't put confidence in Hertz when Hertz was, you know, coming up. He even benched him after, I think, his, in his third game as a rookie. His rookie year, if I remember correctly, was a three or four touchdown, 300 yard game. His rookie year's first game. Hertz goes out and throws another 300 yards and two touchdowns, I believe, his second game. And then he benched Hertz, if I remember correctly, at halftime of his third game. So he goes out and he destroys two straight games in a row. And Sirianni benches him walking into that uh, second half. So I don't know how much I love Sirianni overall, to be honest with you. I think he's he obviously knows what he's doing to some extent. Do I think falling is a something that you need to train Hertz to do. I mean, maybe not out in public <laughs> with the cameras on. I think Hertz did roll his eyes. He didn't like that. But that was older. That's, that's been, I know you're bringing it up now, but um, that was a while ago. But Hertz is, maybe they're doing it again, and that's why you're seeing it on footage again. But but yeah, Hertz, is, Hertz didn't like that. But you know what? I, I mean, a coach should be able to do what he wants. If a coach thinks you're dropping the football, you're not... You know, Hertz shouldn't live above the coach in terms of, like, he gets to do what he wants, say what he wants. You know, if the coach is like, look, you keep dropping the football, let's drop down, you know, hold on to the football. Like, I think Bill Belichick would do that, and no one would rip on Bill Belichick. So that specific thing, I don't know if that's really bothersome to me. I think that Hertz needs to learn to hold on to the football. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I see your point. I definitely see your point. Um, but I don't know that it worries me specifically, that part of it. I just worry about him for other reasons. But, well, didn't you start the other YouTube channel f for it? The Dynasty? No, Dynasty we started last year. I just hadn't. Oh, you mean the like behind the scenes? Um, partly like just for different things, yeah. I, I definitely need to get on that. I'm, I'm, the Dynasty we definitely are doing. I mean, I, I haven't dropped the ball really on that at all. We Last night we didn't go live, but we'll go live tonight. Uh, but Dynasty Channel, pretty much every single night, I'm going to have a live stream or a video drop. So get ready for that. Thank you, Perps. Appreciate your $5 hauler. Guys, I'm out of here. Appreciate you all. Saturn men extraordinaires. Please hold.
is a the Saturn tour. men. One small step for man, one giant leap for Saturn. Two spacemen already in orbit. We're throwing a moon man and probably a Mars man or maybe two moon men or maybe another Saturn man and a moon man out in the next, probably two of them in the next like two days. Next 48 to 60 hours, you should have at least one more space man uh, or uh, Saturn man and another moon or Mars man. So buckle up, buttercups. We got a wild ride. And it all begins now, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Don't forget to get on over to Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. That link is pinned in the live chat. And you can do best ball playoff drafts. You can do um, the weekly stuff that they have for uh, the weeklies for the playoffs. You can do the, the pick'ems. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of uh, recommended pick'ems um, heading into this, this week, this week's games. Appreciate every single one of you. Live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Don't forget to check out thefantasyfootballshow.com where you can get your year-round rankings, your articles, your trade calculator, bold predictions, video courses. Video courses will be dropping like mad uh, very, very soon. So go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Bold predictions, articles, trade calculator, video courses. Do it live. See you all tonight on the Dynasty channel at least, maybe on the main channel doing drafts, I'm not sure yet, but definitely the Dynasty channel. And if you don't have the link to the Dynasty channel, it is down in the description of this video. It's also at the bottom of my YouTube page. If you scroll to the bottom, it'll, it'll show you all four of my channels. Subscribe, do it live, see you all later. Thank you to Perps and Ron Navy for dropping gifted memberships. Thank you to my Super Chatters tonight. Perps dropping fire uh, multiple times. Per Perps drop fire tonight. Over and over and over again. Uh, Thomas, thank you. Uh, uh, Colin, thank you. Amy, thank you. And Dan the Grim Reacher, appreciate you all. See you tonight on the Di the Dynasty Channel on the Disney on the Dynasty Channel. Live when news breaks. Live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Live graveyard shifts. Dehooses. Boy, that worked out. That worked out. Talk about revenge, successful revenge. Brees Hall brought it. And then, of course, our uh, I want to thank all of my, uh, my uni unicorns out there. He is a unicorn. If I'm missing a $100 hauler uh, person out there, remind me to put you on here, please, and I will. Appreciate you all. Do I think I'll do a big mitten uh, golf? Maybe, yeah. I certainly could see that.
Thank you to everybody. Appreciate you. Go get uh, go get uh, Mason. Um, go 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 watch the, the beginning of this video if you need any week week eighteen advice. To go over all the news and the incentive driven players like Eckler and Hopkins and Devin Singletary, Odell Beckham Jr., Jordan Love, um, all those uh, adult. Uh, Dalton Schultz, all those guys have incentives that they want to hit to get big money. Peace out. Wood says Aaron Rodgers was just added to your week 18, your opponent's week 18 roster. My guess is there's keeper values, so they're trying to keep him for next year. A lot of free agents can be kept for like a final round pick, so you might want to check and see if you're in a keeper league. Deuces for real this time.